Hello, everybody. What's going on? My name is David Gibson. I am the host and founder of this podcast, SIDcast, a podcast and resource dedicated to telling stories and sharing the experiences of the, of the sports information and athletic communications profession. Kind of jumbled my words there. But guys, it's just me today. And uh, we're a couple of days removed from Cosida. Actually, it was about a week ago today that uh, we found myself flying into Washington, D.C. very late at night. And not a whole lot of fun. Um, and I do have some notes. I got some things I want to go through. I got the summary of, of day-to-day stuff. Uh, my favorite day, some panel stuff that I wanted to go to but was unable to. Maybe some suggestions. The favorite restaurant, reflecting on the, the second Kosaya that I've had. Favorite night social outing. Uh, and any more vacation plans that I have. So, we'll find out if I actually do. Dave doesn't take a whole lot of vacations. So, we're going to surprise ourselves here. Just a little bit as I start talking out loud. Uh, but yeah, it's just me today. I tried to get a couple of people to come on. Uh, the week got away from us pretty much, uh, which is no big deal. I understand life happens. You know what I mean? People have commitments and they, and, and not only that, some people that I, I tried to talk to, uh, we're still going to go to another vacation directly after Cosida. So, uh, it was kind of hard to uh, line up the schedules and everything. Uh, Sterling and I tried to get together on Saturday in his hotel room, but I had to be at a wedding. Uh, I can talk about that if we want. And then, um, uh, he had to check out of his room, uh, at the exact same time. So, it was kind of bad timing for the both of us, which is fine. I'm here. I've got my notes. I've got questions. Uh, I've got some things that might surprise you guys. I'm going to give everybody who's thinking about men's health a little bit of a, a rattle your cage a little bit, hopefully. Uh, i got some things, maybe an association or a, a, a SIDA, as I think that's what you call it, um, that maybe can be formulated over the next couple of years. But... So let's just jump right into it. But first, I want to tell you guys about writing and reviewing over on iTunes. Uh, I've handed out practically all of my business cards. So if you are new listening to the show and you are subscribed on iTunes, Spotify, uh, what else are we on? I think uh, Stitcher, Google Play. I I stood up there in front of 20 people on Saturday and I completely forgot what platforms I was on. It took me a little while to remember. Um... But you can go over there and leave us a rating and a review. That goes a long way in telling the algorithms, helping us climb the charts. You can also help us out by sharing these episodes on Facebook. I, I do share them in the groups. But if you want to tag somebody, we got a ton of shout outs. I just got done recording with Josh Mank. We have a ton of shout outs at the end of that show. Uh, so hopefully those people will hear their name, share it maybe a little bit. And then uh, gain us some viewers, and you can do that by following us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, at SportsInfoCast. You can also email me anytime, SportsInfoCast at gmail.com. You can also follow my uh, personal Twitter. You can friend me on Facebook if you want. I really don't care. Uh, I I enjoy seeing what people are doing. But um, you can follow me on my Twitter, at DavidGibson underscore XC. Yes, XC as in cross country. You can even follow me on Instagram if you want to. David Gibson, S-I-D, all one word. Uh, and that way you can connect with me. I'll connect with you. If you got any questions, you want to start your own podcast, I'll get through my panel here in just a little bit. Uh, you definitely can. Um, I just enjoy hearing from people. I enjoy connecting with people. 
and I enjoy seeing what others are doing in the sports information director community. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, first thing I have on my docket is a summary. Uh, my So this is the way it went. Landed like 11 o'clock, 11.30 at night, uh, Tuesday night into Ronald Reagan. Didn't get in bed until about 12, 12.30. And I woke up and the first thing I went to uh, was creative ways to do video. And I came up with a lot of ideas from this. This was something that our department has been looking to do uh, quite a bit, actually. And we tried a couple things here and there um, just throughout the school year last year. Nothing really stuck. But I did notice that our audience enjoyed the personal stuff. There was a, uh, a baseball pitcher that we have every half of the eighth inning or seventh inning. It's got to be the eighth inning, I believe. He would always uh, dance to this one song, and he would never do it on camera until Ray went out there and actually filmed him while he wasn't looking. But that got our highest impression rate all year. Uh, I, w- I knew going into that co- uh, panel that I wanted to do something like that to kind of humanize uh, our athletes because of our audience. Um, our athletes on the field and on the court are just a number, and I wanted to do a little bit more than that. Um, uh, again, I wrote down getting to know the athletes personally, um, about, I know that there was a statistic that somebody put out there three times more views with the athletes themselves. And then I like this idea of students getting the footage maybe. And I think I wrote that down a little bit later, uh, planting a certain student, maybe he or she doesn't play as much. Maybe it's a, it's a prominent, uh, athlete on the team, but maybe that might be a way to get some video because I know athletes are way more comfortable around their teammates than they are probably around you. So try that out maybe. And I, and I have a few people in mind. Maybe I'm going to ask some coaches that we have to get just get some uh, practice footage, some B-roll stuff, maybe for some video stuff down the line. So uh, I got an idea out of it actually. Um, the NFL Network did something really cool and I kind of want to adapt our way a little bit. I kind of spoke to a couple people about this, but I want to keep it to myself. I don't want anybody stealing it. So next thing I had was branding. Uh, focus more on output or first, excuse me, focus more on outcome versus output. Uh, and it's all about the why. And that'll be kind of something that I circled throughout this entire um, convention was all about the why. Uh, be more transparent and go your own route and be real and be authentic. And that's something that I stress, can't stress enough, especially when somebody tries to do play-by-play or tries to do their own podcast. A lot of times people get caught up uh, being what they've seen or what they've heard instead of being themselves. Uh, and then again, student athletes are an original social influencer. Uh, you know, you got members of the media following them. You get someone, you train them, um, you train them to be good on social media, one, and not too risque or testy or anything of the like, and that could be a, a huge value. You could also work with academics. That's another thing I've been thinking about. Ever since our Sean Medeiros episode, I've wanted to do more things with our academics. I totally plan on, once we get the ball rolling here in August, uh, showcasing, maybe interviewing some of our student-athletes on what their summer internships or maybe summer jobs were, if they got to do their dream job, they got to do something really cool, um, and then kind of tie all that in, maybe tag our departments in it just that time. So, And a good quote that I have 
uh, from the branding panel. His best time to shine is when no one gives a damn. And that's talking about the summer. And a lot of those things that you can do during the summer are those academic things, showcase the student athletes. Uh, that's at least what we plan to do. I also went to a NACMA COSIDA uh, merger one called Getting TV Attention. Um, and there's a higher premium on human interest. And I think we all kind of know that. Tell a big story in a small way. I know there's a lot of things about um, Bill Belichick. And, uh, you know, he's just so difficult to work with in the media. But once you get him talking about lacrosse, then it's a completely different story because it's all about kind of humanizing him. No longer is he the stone cold head coach um, that gives one word answers sometimes. And, and it's all about a guy who really opened up when he talked about things that he enjoys. Game notes help contextualize the significance of the game. And we all kind of know that as well. The modern communication shop that I believe that was a D2 thing. I believe, uh, no strengths limit resources, uh, or no strengths limits and resources. Another thing that we'll talk about next week with Josh Mike is getting really good at your strengths. I uh, get really, really good at one thing and become a master and then move on to the very next thing. And, uh, that way you can maybe not necessarily, I mean, let's make an example. I'm not very good at the writing stuff. Uh, I'm a good writer when it comes to fiction. Not to toot my own horn, but I have a couple manuscripts that I've written. They're the horror genre. I'm good when it comes to those things, but writing recaps for like tennis or golf, it's difficult for me. So, uh, But another thing I'm really good at, podcasting. So I became really, really good at podcasting, and now I'm working on being really, really good at writing. So it's like one thing right after the other. Um, but not going so far as to overstretch myself as far as limits and then maybe out kicking our coverage as far as resources. And you can play to each person's strengths. And we'll talk about that next week as well. When you have like your student workers and things like that, uh, what you're really going to need to do is find out what they're good at and what they're not good at and play to those strengths and then kind of help the weaknesses along the way. You don't want to completely neglect the weaknesses. I mean, these kids have to get good at something at least once in life. And then you got to work with H work with your AD for budgets. Always look for ways to streamline, improve, be a good steward, reach out to chairs of each department. We just talked about that and ask to help with ad money. Uh, you can go through your AD, maybe through your marketing, see what ways that you can do to help bring in some revenue for the university. All right. Next thing I have is new age technology. And find the why. That's another thing that I wrote down. Anything that saves time is definitely worth it. And uh, I found this app. Gosh, I wish I remembered his name. But it was the Send Anywhere app. I downloaded it. I use it for a personal thing, for my own personal Instagram graphic things that I put out. Uh, fantastic. You don't have to email yourself the graphic. You can just, it's like a six-digit code. It's called the Send Anywhere app, and it'll just pop right up on your phone or on your computer. And then do what works for you. Next thing I have is the social media mob. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, you got to stay on message with that sort of thing. And then she, the speaker gave a uh, very good example. Vanderbilt football just came, across, came off of a... Uh, kind of a sexual assault case and uh, the message of the football team the um the hashtag if you will is uh, we don't need permission you really needed to think about that one before you put it out there don't you think 
Uh, and she gave us that sort of example, how you need to think these things through as a university. Uh, when you say to someone, you have to do something, psychology says, I don't have to do anything. I am the exact same way, especially when my parents say, you need to go do homework, you need to take, eat this, you need to take this medicine. It's like, yeah, I don't have to do anything. And um, you need to be careful with uh, press releases, maybe even some press conferences where um, you tell the mob that they're wrong, but the mob does not want to hear you're wrong. That was one of the good things that I wrote down. Social media is a strategic tool, brand. Uh, make sure it all has a strategy. And, and I'm just going to say this. I know a lot of people out there get a lot of these services that just takes care of social media and it just checks a box on their to-do list. And that's the way that it should not be. You need to have a strategy. You need to find out what works for you. Um, and research the living crap out of a social media strategy. And none of us all had a driver's ed course on social media. Think about that for a second. We all went in this blind. I went into this blind when I got my Facebook page when I was 13 years old. Uh, had no idea what I was doing. And now we, we kind of have a little bit of an idea. And it seems like some 20-something-year-olds my age still have no idea what they're doing and um, wonder why they can't get a job based on the things that they tweet and everything. Another thing that I had was live streaming. This was more for uh, smaller athletic departments um, about some different platforms and everything. I won't go through everything, but uh, you know how with like blue frame and uh, stretch, you have tech support. If you choose to do a stream through YouTube or Facebook, there's no tech support for you. Uh, that was another thing because I always wanted to kind of stream through Facebook and YouTube. I thought it was really cool and an easy way because then you could pull it up on somebody's uh, laptop. You could pull it up on your Apple TV if you wanted, although our blue frame does do that. But, um, yeah, that was kind of interesting that I, I wrote down. Uh, yeah, and we just basically talked about different platforms. I wrote down some equipment stuff. Um, you guys are already kind of the masters at that. I wrote down a lot of things about that, actually. I just flipped the page, and there was even more stuff about camera angles and things like that. Uh, generating revenue, this was another NACMA thing. Um, and I did mostly my notes monetizing through TV. We just lost our uh, beat writers. Um, due to, and here, here's a paradox for you. Uh, they don't get much readership on us, but you got to be at the game to get readership. Don't you think? To just, just, just the thought that I had that you gotta actually be there in order to get some readership. But um, through TV, know your audience, time of day, platform. Why are they watching? Uh, trends, burst in insights, popularity, loyalty, and monetized sponsorship partnerships. And then athletes are characters, and we talked about humanizing these athletes quite a bit as we've gone through this entire episode. Uh, I'm almost done, guys. We'll, we'll wrap it up here soon. But selling media was another one that I enjoyed. Emphasize academic achievement, uh, exciting storytelling, you need video releases, a series, articles, teas on social media. We've had several episodes about this with Sean Medeiros, Tyler Brocious, um, and then uh, Matt Fenton. There's another one that just came out. We talked about a lot of things about making uh, the athletes characters that we just kind of mentioned there and then telling their story through articles and let student athletes tell their own stories, utilize main accounts. You got to know the numbers because every AD likes to hear the numbers and the like motion graphics 
Um, I wrote down a bunch of technical stuff that I'm not going to go through. And then that was basically it. And then I went to, I appreciate everybody that came out to the educational lounge. And I know I told the story already if I wasn't really expecting many people, but I was very, very happy with the turnout. I was very happy with the questions. Uh, you guys kept it nice and light humored uh, at 9 a.m. in the morning, even though I was out at the National Mall until about midnight. Um, that was a ton of fun. I'm sorry I didn't have really much material for you guys, but I hope I answered every question that you had. And if you want to start your own podcast, you can message me directly at David Gibson XC. I will. I pro- I don't know anything. Well, that's that's not true. I do know a lot. I don't know everything is what I meant to say, but I can promise you I will do the best that I can to help you out, get you where you want to go. So anyway, my favorite day or panel. I like the technical stuff. I like the uh, the gifts, the motion graphics. Um, I've, I tweeted this out a little bit ago. Uh, for as long as I'm using Photoshop, I did not know about the timeline feature. <laughs> so you can bet your butt I'm going to use it for USI and I'm going to use it for the show because I've been meaning to switch up our promo graphics. And I think that that might be the key ticket and the winner. Uh, branding, I just hammered home branding for myself. I just kicked the crap out of myself with branding. I, I was done with branding. Live streaming was another thing that I've always wanted to take over at USI. Uh, Dan's not going to let it go just yet, but uh, I just want to be more involved with that. So I, I went to live streaming things. I talked to Blue Frame, um, just let them know who I am, said hi, everything like that. Um, here's where I'm going to kind of get a little bit uh fired up if you will um one panel you wanted to attend but didn't the men's health panel my lunch went a little bit long so i was unable to attend that even though i have my own theories as to why uh men's health in this profession is deteriorating and i'm going to give it to you now Number one, you don't have any ownership over your life. You do not hold yourself responsible as much as you should. You're lazy and you're a liar. We are all liars. And you tell yourself when you make up BS excuses, I don't have time for that or it's too early. Um, I want to run a half marathon. Do you think I care how early it is that I have to get up and work out or get up and go run before I get to work. It, it doesn't matter how early it is or how late it is or what time of the day it is or how much it is. Uh, I want it to happen, so I'm making it happen. And that ownership of your life, it all goes back to do not make excuses. And I'm going to get real kind of deep here for a second, but when I was going through depression for several, several years, I woke up one day and I thought to myself, I can't do this anymore. Why do I feel like this? And I started blaming everything else. I started blaming everybody else and everything else for this isn't happening. X, Y, Z isn't happening for me. Why isn't this happening, etc. And then I came to the realization this, and I, I remember the conversation. I was laying in my bed in the morning as soon as I woke up. And I thought to myself, everything that is happening to me is my fault. Everything that I don't want to happen isn't happening because I'm not making it happen. So that's where this podcast came from. That's where me going back to college came from. That's where me uh, 
doubling down on schoolwork. That's where me making a commitment to doing this profession came from was the fact that everybody, every one of you can snap out of it. And, and maybe there's even some, I know that there's some genetic and maybe some chemical stuff that's going on with you, but, uh, and I understand that. And there's not absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you want stuff to happen, you want to move forward in your career, you want to get a raise, ask for it or move or do whatever you want. You want to write a book, write a book. What, what you want to do a podcast, write a podcast. Like there is literally nothing stopping you. And I used to think really, really long and hard about what other people would think of me. And I remember when (laughs) I made this podcast and, uh, people from back in high school would be like, what are you doing? Uh, Oh, you're a podcaster. And I'm like, Ooh, like, like those sorts of things. And I'm like, dude, you're getting drunk every weekend. Like, (laughs) Why? Since when do I care? And then that was the moment I was like, wait, I really don't care what anybody thinks. And and that's when this podcast really flourished. And that's when my life really started to flourish. And that's when I kind of overcame a lot of these different things. Um, one panel, and there's, uh, before we move on, there's several texts that I, I recommend reading, several books. Uh, I'm a big reader. I've read 12 books this year. Um, one of which is called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. And that's where um, if my if somebody were to ask me what's the biggest life advice uh, I, I would give to somebody, and I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm only 22, 23, but uh, I would say exercise extreme ownership. And that comes from that book. Another one that I have is No More Mr. Nice Guy by Dr. I think it's Donald Glo- or uh, Ronald Glover, something Glove, something like that. Um taught me to not be so passive and be more assertive. Uh, it really helped me out in my relationships when I was struggling with, you know, one person and then, then the next person. I was like, why does this keep happening? And then I read the book and I was like, oh, that's why. And you know what it was? It was me. It wasn't her. It wasn't other people. It was me. So um, when I came to that realization and finished that book, I was like, oh yeah, we can, we can get down to business. Now the last one I have is unf yourself. And, um, I abbreviated that. Uh, it was, a uh, gosh, I can't remember. Or right, Gary John Bishop. He's an Irish guy. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit explicit, but, uh, it gets the point across really, really well. Moving on to our questions. One panel suggestions for next year. Mental health side. Think about that for a second. I know we have the goodness and wellness committee, but the mental health aspect is something that we as a culture need to change. And there's nothing, nobody is saying that we as an organization and as sports information directors can't change that. It all just takes somebody to go out there and do it. I know that um, Western cultures are more apprehensive to talk about their feelings. We have to find a way to check in on people, give people a break. We work long hours. No wonder you're tired. No wonder you're burnt out. Uh, you, we, it's, it's nice to work hard, okay? But since when in our society is being busy a badge of honor? It is tearing apart at your health. And that goes all through prioritizing your life and back to extreme ownership and everything like I've been saying. Um, But the mental health stuff, and like I mentioned, Western cultures, we don't really want to talk about. We just kind of want to ignore it. Eastern cultures, you're expected to talk about it. 
So if we if we shift our minds just a little bit as to what how we think about mental health, these horrible things uh, will stop happening, go on the decline. We just can't lose any more people. I don't want to, and um, nobody wants to. So those are the types of things that we need to exercise and we need to look more into is forming some sort of mental health group, mental health panels, anything like that. And we need people to not be so ashamed of how they feel as far as mental health is concerned. So that's the, that's the last of the heavy stuff that I have, guys. Um, believe it or not, my, my next question is a uh, favorite restaurant. So um, we went to Cadillac Ranch. Really, really enjoyed that. Uh, had the wings. I had a lot of wings this weekend. I didn't, I didn't mean to. Uh, Granite City Food and Brewery Tyson and Sterling. No, I paid $16 for mac and cheese, looked at our waiter dead in the eye and said, if it's $16, it better be damn good mac and cheese. I don't think I would have paid $16 for that ever again. But uh, we did go to this pizza place. Me, Jason Hendricks, and Sean Medeiros all went to this pizza place. I really can't remember what it's called, and I'm really letting myself down here. But that was some really good oven-baked pizza. That was some of the best stuff that I had there. Um, really enjoyed the ESPN party, by the way. I uh, got to meet Reese Davis and Adam Amin. Uh, looked at Reese Davis, and, and he looked at me, and I said, you know what I want? And he goes, well, get over here, and we took a picture. Uh, Adam Amin, super nice guy. Uh, wanted to talk with you afterward. He's on one of my favorite podcasts called um, – the solid verbal. It's a college football podcast. He shows up every once in a while. Uh, one to talk football, and then two just to be a bro. Uh, go on there and talk. I think, I think he went on there and talked uh, some of the best college football video games that they had out there. And then I think he was. I think. Don't don't quote me on this. I think he was part of the special like emo music episode because Ty and Dan just like to keep it loose like that. And I I try my best to do that, but. Uh, yeah, it, it was really nice to talk to him. Um, super nice guy. Uh, he's probably one of the favorite favorite people that I met there. So reflecting on my second Cosada, really, really enjoyed it. Um, can't wait to do it again. Don't know if I'm going to be at Orlando. Probably not uh, unless if I'm asked to do another panel uh, to be more involved in some way. I, I will probably make it a priority to go. But uh, Vegas is one that I'm very much looking forward to in 2020. So my favorite night social outing, I just said the ESPN, uh, party is probably it. And me, Jason Tyson and Sterling all went to the national mall. I'll tell you what, if you're going to go and tour DC, doing it at night is the way to do it. One is beautiful pictures and two, uh, it, it, <laughs> there's nobody there and I'm a guy that doesn't really like the crowd so much when I when I'm doing those sorts of things and that's coming from a guy that went to uh um oh gosh what's it I've been to I've been to Paris and that little glass pyramid is it the, it's not is it the Lou is that what they call it the Lou uh I saw the Mona Lisa and there was about 500 people in that tiny room um I was maybe 50 feet away from it. So I don't like a whole lot of people when I try and see things. Um, so I would see all of that at night. And I, and I really, really, really did enjoy that uh, a whole lot. Any more vacation plans for me? Gosh, 
I'm going up to Lebanon to see Morgan, and I'm bringing my parents with me uh, on the 4th of July, uh, which I guess is yesterday now that this podcast has came out. Um, hoping to make another overnighter trip somewhere. Morgan is going to Guatemala, so I'm going to be by myself for a little while, which I don't really like, but, um, she's got to do her mission trip, and I completely understand. We want, I think, our next target, because we went to St. Louis, we visited St. Louis and toured all that stuff, and it was a ton of fun. Gosh, I love St. Louis, but, um, I think what we want to do next is Nashville. Um, I mean, we can make Louisville a day trip if we wanted to and still hit a lot of the things and we can just stay at my house. But Nashville is one that we, Nashville or I think Chicago is the next one that we have in mind. So, and I don't know when those things are. I know she wants to go up to the Wisconsin Dells. Uh, I don't know if she wants to do that over fall break or anything of the like, but uh, vacation plans, Dave doesn't take a whole lot of vacations, so. Uh, guys, I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank you all to everybody that I, I met at Cosida. It was a lot of fun. I was just writing down all the people that um, I didn't get a business card from. I know that there were a lot of uh, young professionals, undergrads, maybe some people that are entering their first year of GA like me um, at the speed networking session. By the way, that was that was that, that's always fun. I always love speed networking. I lose my voice by the end of it, but I I, I just love everybody. Uh, going through this list of business cards, I have uh, Sammy Silverman from Ohio State, uh, Brian Brownfield from Menlo College, John Painter from Colgate, uh, Murray Evans from Oklahoma, as I believe, yeah, Oklahoma Christian. Um, Stephen Gall from Whitman. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Anthony Reynolds from Ohio. Austin Hannon from Georgia. Jason Hendricks. Bleh, you don't need anything, bud. Uh, Rob Hendricks from Towson. Uh, Chris Berry from Tennessee Wesleyan. Pam. Gosh. Sorry, Pam. I know you're from ESPN. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, Sean Medeiros at Endicott College. Hannah Bradley at Wofford. Uh, Kiara Cooper from Hofton. I don't know if I'm pronouncing any of those right. Morgan Romas from Eastern Kentucky. Tyson Jacks from Texas a International. Rickson Lane from Lander. Russell Luna from the Big 12. Randall Stewart from Newberry. Great guy, by the way. Really liked meeting you. Jim Napersteck from Loris. Callie Yon, I think that's how I'm saying it, from William Peace. Sterling Randall, you're a free agent. Uh, and Murray Littlepage from Southern Miss. And then finally, Jill Seeley from... New Lion, those are all the business cards I have. I know I did meet Ira Thor, uh, Andy Seeley. Oh, gosh, now i got to think of people on the spot. But um, Mike Brasford from Ohio State, uh, Travis Ray, Jordan Alves, uh, a guy from Oregon Tech. Gosh, I can't remember your name. You guys need to bring more business cards with you. Uh, Mark Majewski, congrats on the new job. Uh, just the list goes on and on and on of people that I met at Cosida. I really, really do appreciate it. I just love meeting everybody. Um, wish I got to meet more people. So, uh, yeah, can't wait to go to my third Cosida. Really, really looking forward to it. Really, really uh, appreciating the things that you guys are doing. Super excited to see what you all are doing. Hit me up on social media at David Gibson underscore XC, or you can even follow us, the show, on uh, social media at Sports InfoCast on Twitter and Facebook. You can email me anytime, sportsinfocast at gmail.com. I think this is the longest that I've rambled by myself. You know, when I first started this, I didn't think that I would uh, 
be able to talk by myself. That's why I brought on guests. But I think I did a pretty good job. 30 minutes was my target. So very happy with this. Very, very happy. We'll see what you guys think. Also, I want to know what all you guys think. If you want to answer any of these questions that you have, maybe a summary, a favorite day that you had, one panel you'd want to attend but didn't, one panel suggestion for next year, your favorite restaurant, uh, reflect on your Cosada. How was uh, the 5K? Something I didn't get to do. Very disappointing in myself. Uh, favorite night, social outing. And any more vacation plans, let us know over on social media. Let me know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, review us. Rate us. I read those from time to time. Makes me happy. Boosts my self-esteem. Grows my head a little bit bigger. Uh, probably not a good idea. But anyway, guys. Uh, Ken Battle, like you're another guy that I, that I met there. So... <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening, guys. We got Josh Mank coming on next week from Texas A&M Commerce. Tyler Stevenson from Indiana Tech uh, coming up. The um, the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference SID of the Year coming on the week after that. Scheduling more people in the coming weeks. And we will catch you all, guys, in the next episode.